from the Thai Cats Audio Network. This is Thai Cats Today with Louie B. Yes, it is Thai Cats Today for a Wednesday, November the 17th, 2021. Happy Hump Day, happy Wednesday. Thai Cats getting set for their game Saturday when they host the Saskatchewan Rough Riders in the final regular season game for the club it is a 4 p.m kickoff we'll be on the air at three o'clock that's andy fantuz and i bringing you tiger cats pregame presented by active green and ross and then we'll hand it over to rj and luke who will have the call of that game and speaking of the saskatchewan rough riders brand new episode of speaking with the enemy dropped today uh, it was great to catch up with uh, one of my good friends in the cfl it's Derek taylor dt on se at least i think he's a good friend I hope he would say the same thing about me, but uh, always great to catch up with DT. Uh, so go check that out wherever you found this podcast. Speaking with the enemy, week 16 versus Saskatchewan. Uh, great chat and uh, gets you set for uh, Saturday's game. Also, new episode of Morialli and Hitch dropped today, so go check that out. There's a Coach O show from this week. And then be sure to tune in tomorrow. Again, brand new episode of Ticats today as we bring you every day. Uh, and then we'll have a Task in Twos. So lots going on here for the uh, Hamilton Tiger Cats and the Ticats Audio Network. Today was a big day across the CFL because... Uh, the 2021 Team Awards were announced. The CFL announced the Team Awards, including the six Hamilton Tiger Cats selections. And Simone Lawrence was unanimous for Most Outstanding Player and Most Outstanding Defensive Player. Uh, Tunde Adelike was the Most Outstanding Canadian. Brandon Revenberg, unanimous Most Outstanding Offensive Lineman. Most Outstanding Special Teams Player, Nick Cross, and most outstanding rookie was Desmond Lawrence. I will let you know, uh, full disclosure, I did not vote on the awards. So if you want to come after somebody for these awards, I, I don't know why you would. Uh, but just letting you know, because I would have told you how I had voted if I had voted. Uh, but I did not. So just so you know. I wasn't asked to vote for the awards, uh, so I did not have any say in the awards, but congratulations to all the Thai Cats, and I'm sure I wouldn't have disagreed uh, too strongly with any of them, uh, but just letting you know, because I would have come on here and tell you how I would have voted uh, had I voted, but I didn't, so just letting you, letting you know, full disclosure here on Thai Cats today. I will let you know that we're going to hear from Coach O as we normally do, but I did have a chance to go one-on-one with Simone Lawrence, Nick Cross, and Brandon Revenberg. And that is all coming up here on Tie Cats today. So we got a big show. I do also want to tell you about if you are coming to the game on Saturday, we are doing a winter clothing drive powered by Cooper Equipment Rentals. Uh, donate gently used winter clothing at the Cooper Equipment Rentals collection located outside of Gate One on game day until kickoff. Uh, clothing collected will be donated to vulnerable children and families in the Hamilton community thanks to our friends at Good Shepherd. And if you donate, you can receive a 25% off discount at the Tiger Cat Shop. So that's the Winter Clothing Drive powered by Cooper Equipment Rentals. If you're coming down to the game on Saturday, uh, make sure to bring some gently used winter clothing to make a donation all in support of the Good Shepherd and vulnerable children and families in the Hamilton community. All right, as mentioned, it was a big day with CFL Awards announced, and uh, when we caught up with Coach O afterwards, asked him about uh, Simone Lawrence being nominated for the team's uh, most outstanding player and 
defensive player. Here's what he had to say. Well, I mean, at the end of the day, I think I think he's deserving. You know, that's that's great. I always find individual awards and the ultimate team sport a little bit odd, but uh, players work hard uh, for recognition. And uh, I guess I wasn't, you know, I played for 12 years, so I kind of get it. Um, you know, you guys, you guys know how you know myself and everybody else feel about Simone. I feel like he brings it in practice every single day. He's definitely a tie cat through and through. Uh, he's he's just been a, a model of consistency. Uh, he truly loves football, and I guess anytime you can get uh, you know voted into something in your profession, uh, you know, great for him, great for our team, and uh, I'm sure his teammates are excited for him. It's not going to affect anything. I don't know if you've watched any tape that I've watched, but they play hard. So the players that they bring, I know, are going to play hard. Um, you know, they're, they're a nine and four football team for a reason. They're hosting a playoff game for a reason and, uh, whoever they bring, they'll be ready to play. So, um, you know, we're, we're expecting them to be full steam and, you know, whoever's out there when the whistle blows is who our opponent is. Yeah. Don's looking like he'll have a, a good chance to play. He's took a lot more reps this week, Steve. Uh, he hasn't taken all of them, but it's, it's, he's looking favorable to be honest with you. Yeah, we're, and that's a little bit of a health issue there, Louie, on, on which way we'll go and how we'll allocate uh, that other designated American or import, however you want to phrase it. So uh, that's ongoing. We have an idea of how we're going to go with it, but it's also pending uh, how healthy we are in a couple other positions. So, um, again, that should be shored up tomorrow after we get the injury report this evening, but uh, it definitely will free up another spot for us. That, of course, is the head coach of the Hamilton Tigercats, Orlando Steinauer. And then just at the end there, to get some context on that last answer, I, I asked him about, um, you know, Bertolette being released and, uh, you know, Gabriel Ferraro being signed. Uh, still not with the team as he completes his uh, quarantine period, uh, but Damagala. But still, two national kickers, uh, and the Ticats will have some flexibility, I guess, with the ratio, uh, which is what coach was touching on there. All right, let's get back to the Ticats team awards uh, because they were announced today across the league and these are the team awards. They're also kind of the nominees for the league awards and just to explain to you how that works. So in the first ballot, uh, the football coaches, football reporters of Canada, uh, they're going to advance to the next voting stage uh, leading up to the 2021 CFL Awards, which, by the way, uh, tickets are free. All you have to do is uh, just register to get your tickets, so go do that. Uh, find all the links at ticats.ca. Uh, but in the first ballot, voters were asked to select players from their local CFL club, uh, best represent the awards titles, uh, and then they'll go to, again, the uh, the final stage of voting uh, that'll go towards the awards. But Simone Lawrence was the team's nominee, and it was unanimous for most outstanding player, but he's also the team's nominee for most outstanding defensive player. It's the first time he's been nominated for most outstanding player, the fourth time he's been up for most outstanding defensive player, previously doing it in 2014, 2015, and 2019. Uh, He... Started all 13 games in linebacker for the Ticats. He's sixth in the CFL in defensive tackles. He's fifth in interceptions, and he shares the league lead with two interception return touchdowns. He's seventh in the league in defensive plays made in 80. He's added four quarterback sacks and three pass knockdowns. He is also just three tackles away from the Ticats' all-time 
record for tackles. Uh, uh, he already owns a record for defensive tackles, but in terms of all-time tackles, just three back of Rob Hitchcock. So well-deserved honor for Simone Lawrence and had a chance to catch up with him after practice with a little bit of a one-on-one conversation. And we started off, I started off by asking him about, you know, just the honor of not just being named uh, most outstanding defensive player, but most outstanding player. Here's what he had to say. Uh, it, it means a lot. You know, it's like, it's a lot of hard work in the off season. Um, it's cool that I get to represent, um, such a great team and franchise. So, you know, my family's going to be excited about it. Are you getting better with age? Of course. That's always the goal. Every year we're going to keep getting better. No, but you personally, I mean, it's football's a physical sport, man. You know that I don't have to tell you, but like you, you, what are you doing? You mentioned the off season, like as you're getting older, as you're getting smarter, you know, taking care of your body, what, how have you changed in the last few years? Um, just doing, just uh, giving the secret saw coach Orlando gave me back in 2013. I just ramp it up. Um, and I feel like coach Ross and, and coach Wash, they do a good job with my eyes and everything and just making it easier for me to make plays and not have to exert myself as much. Uh, talk about the, the linebacker crew you've been rolling with all season. This will be the 14th game. We assume that it's going to be you, Jovan, and, and Cam. What What is it about you guys that that you seem to just have found chemistry right away and just continue to run with it? I think that we're all, like, super competitive men. And once you got, like, a bunch of competitive uh, guys that just love playing football, it's easy to gel and everything always works because you're always, like, it's like an individual little competition, like, Oh, that guy just made a play. It's my turn. It's my turn to make a play. It's my turn to make a play. And our communication is awesome. And I think that uh, excels us as well. Cam was also talking about this earlier this week where he says, it's the time you guys spend away from football. What's, what's, what's so important? Why is that important? Like normally you would think, you know, it's the time you spend in the meeting rooms or the practice field, but Cam really emphasized that the time you spend away from football is important. Why is that? That's just important just to let the person know that you're a real person. You know, everybody knows like the mantra of football players and like, you know, how you have to be on the football field, but off the field, you know, it's always good to, it's always great to know, like, you know, you got each other back off the football field because, you know, as you're working together as a team, you know, it's awesome. Congratulations, Doug. Uh, and uh, just, just looking at uh, Saskatchewan, I, you know, they're going to not bring some players, but this is a football team that went nine and four. They're hosting their West semifinal. What do you see from them uh, so far? Um, they're a good football team. Uh, I'm not sure who they're bringing or what they're bringing, but, you know, they're going to get our best because, you know, it's a must win for us because we want to host our home game here in Hamilton. So whatever, whoever they bring, they got to get it. And I know week two was a long time ago, um, last time you played them, but – uh, is there a little added extra motivation considering the way that game went? Uh, anytime you get a chance to get a, a, a win against a team that you feel like you lost to, you know, it's always it's always uh, a get back to show that it was a fluke or whatever it was. But, you know, we're going to go in there and play our hardest because, you know, that's what we do as football players. That is Simone Lawrence as uh, we caught up with him, as I caught up with him after practice day going one-on-one. The team's... Most outstanding player, that was a unanimous decision, and most outstanding defensive player. So congratulations to uh, to Simone Lawrence on that uh, tremendous honor. Also, 
Brandon Revenberg was named the team's most outstanding offensive lineman. It's the second time he's been nominated for the award, uh, previously being honored in 2018, where he was an eventual finalist for the CFL League's award. Uh, he started all 13 games at left guard for the Ticats and through five CFL seasons. Brandon Revenberg has yet to miss a game due to injury. That's regular season or playoffs. Uh, he was also the Ticats' most outstanding Canadian back in 2019. Had a chance to catch up with Rev. And again, just started off our conversation by asking the honor of being nominated for this award. Yeah, I mean, I found out about 15 minutes ago, but uh, it's always it's always a great honor to be a part of that. And, uh, you know, I'm definitely something I'm definitely proud of. But, I mean, I'm, I'm surrounded by a great group of guys that helped me get this far, you know. Whether it's just the center making the right calls, getting us in the right look, or me combo blocking with a bunch of the guys it's it's kind of a team effort no doubt still especially in a year like this where you know you look to your left you look to the right there there's you know because of injuries you, there's been different guys in different roles um, this offensive line seems to just continue to build chemistry despite those struggles how are you guys pulling that off yeah you know i we got a great room this year i can't complain at all and uh I mean, we definitely have a few more rookies this year compared to past that are playing and they've just, they've done a great job stepping up. Uh, they always come together, whether we're lifting together, we're going to be watching film, everything. We're, we're really tight knit group. And I think that definitely helps play a role in that. Uh, Coach Gibson was talking about Coulter last week and said just the way he's been able to pick up the game, you know, whether you have him at center or right guard, he, he's really been able to, to take his game to the next level, even as a rookie. What have you seen from him? Honestly, you kind of nailed it right on the head there, but it's the same thing. He's a guy that's coming in early. He's watching a bunch of film. He's making sure he gets lifted. He's he's doing everything right, and it's evidently paying off. And um, just, I mean, again, because this is a pretty big game for you guys. You you, you got to win it to get a home playoff game. But does that change the way you look at the week in preparation at all? No, I mean, at the end of the day, like everyone knows it's going to be a bigger game for us, but we try to look at it just it's the next game. That's why it's so important to us because it's the next game, right? So we always try to have that mentality. We carry that from week to week. And get to get to do it at home. I mean, some guys are saying it's, it's, it's a playoff game. It's like a playoff game. You know, if you lose it, you're not out. But that intensity, getting to play in front of this home crowd, I, I have a feeling that's going to help you on Saturday. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, it's it's a home game, and we want to kind of continue that, and we want to get another one going, right? But like we said, it's it's one game at a time, and right now we're focused on this week and this week only. That is Brandon Revenberg, the team's most outstanding offensive lineman, and uh, that was a unanimous decision uh, by those who voted on the award. All right, one more before we uh, sign off here. The team's most outstanding special teams player was Nick Cross. Cross has appeared in 11 games for the Ticats so far in his rookie season. He's got two defensive tackles and 16 special teams tackles. His 16 special teams tackles ranks him tied for third in the league and just one behind second despite playing fewer than anyone else in the top five in that category. He's a native of Regina, Saskatchewan, selected out of the University of British Columbia by the Ticats in the first round, ninth overall in the 2021 CFL draft. So Nick Cross, the most outstanding special teams player, had a chance to catch up with him after practice, went one-on-one -on -one about the honor of uh, being named the team's most outstanding special teams player. Here's what he had to say. Oh, it's a great honor, man. Um, just knowing kind of the emphasis this team has on special teams coming into the season. Yeah, it's definitely an honor to get recognized and uh, chosen for that. But um, 
was put in good positions by uh, by uh, Coach Reinbolt and uh, had a bunch of ballers around me who uh, made it easier for me. So credit to them as well. <clears throat> to, to that point, I, when I've talked to Coach about the, the special teams, he's, he's commented on how, how young you guys kind of are w- w- when it comes to the positional group. Has that kind of helped you this season, being surrounded by people who are kind of in a similar circumstance, who are kind of all going through this it's kind of this league together, especially in a year like this? Yeah, I guess in a way, um, we had a little bit of a, um, kind of a gel through being all rookies together and kind of got excited about that, knowing we're all on the field together and we have a chance to make an impact at a, a young age. But then there's also those uh, vet guys who uh, helped us uh, learn the ropes and kind of what to do and what not to do, like Mike Daly and uh Curtis Newton and stuff like that so definitely a, a mix of the two but having a bunch of young guys definitely just made it fun as well <clears throat> to that point I mean obviously Daly's had a, a frustrated season when it comes with injuries but what's it like having him around even a guy like coach Butts who who hasn't you know who's just a few years removed from the league does that what what kind of role do they play in in meetings or on the field or even away from the game Oh, just uh, bringing the IQ level of the game um, to the next level for me, you know, kind of seeing all the little fine details that I could pick up on, how to be better and be just a little bit better um, every day. So those are what kind of things those guys add to uh, the table for me, at least. And that is Nick Cross, the nominee, the team's most outstanding special teams player, uh, made even more impressive when you consider the fact he is a rookie uh, just two years ago playing at UBC. First round pick in 2021, ninth overall, and now the team's most outstanding special teams player. So congratulations, Nick, and to everyone else. Uh, who is named a team award winner. Uh, we're hoping to catch up with Tunde Adelike, the team's nominee for most outstanding Canadian, and the team's most outstanding rookie, Desmond Lawrence, coming up later this week. I did want to let you know, before we sign off here, uh, deep, we've been working hard. People have been working hard behind the scenes. We, as the team, but people behind the scenes have been working hard uh, to pull off uh, a very special tribute to Angela Mosca. Uh, and it'll be going down on Saturday. And we're encouraging everybody to be in their seats at 3.30 to celebrate the life of Ange. Uh, There will be 68, number 68 logos in the end zone. There'll be 10,000 number 68 buttons for the first fans in attendance uh, with a donation to the Alzheimer's Society of Hamilton and Halton. There will be copies of his book for sale at the shop with all proceeds going to the same charity. Uh, So lots going on to uh, celebrate the life, the career, the legacy of one of the all-time great Ticats. Full official details and all the stuff that's going down uh, will be coming out tomorrow, but just wanted to make sure I let you know about that. All right, that'll do it for me today. Thanks so much for tuning in. We are back again tomorrow right here, same time, same place. For the Ticats Audio Network, I'm Louis B. Hoping you have a great day. Ticats Today with Louis B. Subscribe, like, and get your Ticats fix every weekday.